You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily Penn State Nittany Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Stephen Pianovich. It's Friday, September 7th which means we are just one day away from Penn State's primetime showdown with Pitt. It's Penn State's biggest game. It's the Super Bowl of the week, according according to James Franklin. Uh, We're going to talk about that matchup a little bit toward the end of the show. We'll have a preview uh, about Pitt in our Know Your Foe segment at the end of today's show. And I also spent the last three shows talking about this matchup a lot. We had insight from Adam Bittner from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Audrey Snyder from The Athletic, and also Steve Petrella from the Action Network, who talked a little bit about betting. Penn State is, at the time of recording this, a nine-point favorite heading into this matchup against Pitt. It will be under the lights at Heinz Field on ABC, and uh, the kickoff is, I think the exact kickoff time is 8:14. could be a good omen for penn state since 814 is the area code for state college better than kicking off at 412 in pittsburgh i suppose all right but in today's show i want to talk about a game that's being played on sunday and that's between the giants and the jaguars and why i want to talk about it and why you want to hear about it is because it's saquon barkley's nfl debut yeah, Saquon, the just a star at Penn State, the most exciting player that I can remember ever seeing in, in a Penn State uniform, just an electric running back and one of the most beloved Penn State players of the of all time, I'd say, or, or at least especially in the last decade, is making his debut on Sunday for the New York Giants. I can't wait to watch it. I just watching Saquon Barkley play football is so much fun. Every time he gets the ball, it can be something ridiculous, something special, something you're going to want to watch 50 more times. So him playing in a competitive, meaningful football game again for the first time, really since he he torched Washington a few times in the Fiesta Bowl back before New Year's Day, this is going to be exciting to watch. And we're going to get some insight on it from Patricia Trena. She covers the Giants for The Athletic, for Forbes, for InsideFootball.com. She has covered that, that team for a handful of years for multiple outlets. And she is also the co-host of Locked On Giants here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Saquon's debut with Patricia Trena coming right up. Okay, joining me now on Locked On Nittany Lions is Patricia Trena. She has covered the Giants for a handful of outlets for uh, multiple years. She knows the team in and out and has also been following Saquon Barkley's rookie season since he's been drafted. Patricia, thank you so much for joining us here. And uh, what can you tell us uh, about Saquon Barkley and what Penn State fans might be able to expect from his NFL debut this Sunday? I think they can expect a lot of energy and they can expect to see a lot of Saquon Barkley on the field. The Giants have been very impressed with this young man. Um, He can do it all. He can run the ball. 
He can be a weapon in space. Uh, who knows? He might even return a kickoff or two. I mean, I don't think it will ha- will come to that, but you certainly can't rule that out. But, um, you know, they've just really been impressed with him. Just a tremendous young man who's worked hard, who has been humble, um, who's been very media accessible. Um, mm-hmm. you, you just can't ask for a better uh, a better rookie to come in and, and, and a t- more talented rookie to come in and jump your, jumpstart your offense. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of Penn State fans saw with uh, just with that off the field, uh, the way Saquon Barkley carried himself all at Penn State, even when he was he was a star in college, obviously. And now he kind of goes back to the bottom of the totem pole being a rookie. But I don't think Penn State fans are surprised that that's the way he's carrying himself. How are uh, how are teammates and, and how are Giants fans receiving him so far? They love him. Absolutely love him. He asks a lot of questions, which is good. Um, he, he, uh, intermingles with his teammates, um, which, you know, is good. Sometimes you get rookies that come into a locker room and they just don't fit in because they, they think they know everything. And Saquon has been humble. He's been respectful of his place. He says, I want to earn everything that I have coming to me. And, uh, he's just been tremendous. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know he's uh, he's become pretty good friends, or it looks like he's become fast friends with with Odell Beckham Jr. How's their relationship blossomed so far? Those are two pretty exciting players in, on one team. Well, I mean, from my observations, I haven't seen the two of them kind of intermingle too much. But again, I have not heard a single bad thing about him. Um, you know, Odell obviously has been asked, you know, what kind of advice would you give to Saquon? And uh, he's been very, you know, I guess, careful about what he tells him. He says, you know, when Odell came into the league, he he made his share of mistakes. But he has been helping Saquon out, you know, about things like, you know, keep your circle of friends close, you know, keep your head down and and just grind away. So, you know, little little pieces like that, common sense things. But when you hear them from an Odell Beckham Jr., I think they carry a little bit more weight if you're a rookie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know Penn State fans didn't get to see too much of, of Saquon Barkley in the preseason. He had a huge run. I think it was on his first or second carry in his first preseason game. But then he had a bit of a hamstring tweak, and the Giants seemed to play it safe there for the last couple weeks. Uh, is he fully healthy, and do you expect him to have a, a full lo- workload this Saturday Sunday? Yeah, I think he is fully healthy. I mean, he's been practicing. They kept him out of games because, you know, quite frankly, there's only so much you can do with him without giving away, you know, tipping off what you're going to do with the season. Mm-hmm. So I do think he will have a full workload. Um, I can't tell you how many carries he's going to have per se, but um, he's going to get his hands on that ball as a receiver. He's going to get his hands on that ball as a runner and, uh, they are much looking forward to him making some great plays. Mm-hmm. And have the Giants talked about talked much about what they the season expectations are for Saquon Barkley? Uh, just how he grows in this offense and how they're going to be able to use him. You kind of mentioned the special teams in there a little bit too. He did return kicks at Penn State last year. Are the expectations that he's going to be a big part of this offense? And they're going to try to get him the ball as much as possible most of the season. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's going to get the ball, but he's also one of, you know, a handful of weapons they have. You know, they have Beckham, Mm -hmm. like I said. Uh, They have tight end Evan Ingram. 
They have um, Sterling Shepard. They have um, Red Ellison, who is probably going to get some balls thrown his way. Wayne Gallman, the running back, who's going to come in and I think relieve Barkley. So they have options this year. It's not going to be necessarily the Beckham show or the the Barkley show or the Ingram show. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have a lot of different options. And and if I'm Pat Shermer, the head coach, as well as the play caller this year, I'm absolutely drooling over all this talent and how I can potentially use it to create mismatches. Yeah, absolutely. Could Could be one of the more exciting offenses to watch in the NFL, without a doubt. All right, well, we're joined with Patricia Trainer. She is the co-host of Locked On Giants here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going to step away for a quick break, but we're going to keep talking Saquon Barkley when we come back. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you've got to check out my bookie. Remember, Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and my bookie's mobile site is easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today with my bookie. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar on deposits up to $1,000. Use promo code on college, that's O N C O L L E G E, to activate the offer. My bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, welcome back to Locked On Nittany Lions. We still have Patricia Trena on the line. She is the co-host of Locked On Giants. She also covers the team for The Athletic, InsideFootball.com, Forbes, and a handful of other outlets. We are here to talk about Saquon Barkley's NFL debut. Uh, The Giants take on the Jaguars at MetLife Stadium. That game is 1 p.m. on Sunday, so Penn State fans will still have something to watch after Saturday night's game against Pitt. Patricia, I'm going to give you a couple statements about Saquon Barkley's rookie season. If You tell me if you're buying or selling them, and then tell me why. Okay. Uh, Here's the the first one. Saquon Barkley is worthy of being a top five pick in fantasy football. Are you buying or selling that statement? Mm, I'm going to buy it because the Giants have not had a running game, and as a result, they have been one-dimensional. So I really, truly believe that they want to get that running game going. And also with the 37-year-old quarterback and Eli Manning, I don't think they want him throwing the ball 50 times a game. Mm-hmm. So I do think Saquon Barkley is going to get a lot of touches and hence a lot of yards and who knows, maybe a lot of touchdowns. So I would definitely make him a top five running back if I were drafting for fantasy football. Absolutely. And uh, moving on to his debut here, Saquon Barkley will have at least 100 yards from scrimmage this week against Jacksonville. Are you buying or selling that? Ooh, that, at least 100 yards. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to sell that, but I'm going to sell that short. 
Uh, I think he will he will do over ninety. I think he's going to fall a little short against that okay. that Jaguars defense. They're very very tough. I don't know that mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to give up a hundred yard rusher. I mean, I would be surprised if they do. And I also have concerns about the Giants' offensive line and their run blocking, which you know throughout the preseason at least was was spotty. So. I think Barkley's the type of player who can make something out of nothing, but I think, you know, to, to say 100 yards this week is being maybe a little too ambitious. That's fair. That's fair. That might be the best defense in football and certainly a, a welcome to the NFL test for Saquon Barkley in his first game. All right, next one. Saquon Barkley will have a better season highlight reel than Odell Beckham Jr. Are you buying that or selling that? Oh, wow. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna sell that because okay. everybody likes everybody likes the one handed catches. Everybody mm-hmm. likes the flash that is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Saquon has a little bit of flash to him, but he's he's more I think um, uh, I don't want to say fundamental fundamentally sound. He's more of a of a player who I think is you know he, I don't think he's going to be the type of guy to make the one handed catches. Um, he's mm-hmm. going to have some dazzling runs for sure. And I do think he will make the highlight reel, but not to the degree of Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's, I mean, that's a high bar to set. But I think he'll, I think he'll, you know, he'll, he'll challenge it at least. It'll be fun to watch. All right, and the last one here, Saquon Barkley wins uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year award in 2018. Are you buying or selling that? I'm going to buy that because, again, when you have a good running game, that's your offense's best friend. Now, if that offensive line gets Zach together, I think Saquon Barkley is going to be Eli Manning's best friend because, like I said, he's going to take some of the onus off that 37-year-old arm. Um, you know, if you can run the ball and keep, keep, you know, keep your offense in, in second and short, third and short, that's going to be just invaluable. So I, I do think Barkley's going to be a difference maker if he is healthy. I think he's going to deliver the goods, and I think uh, Giant fans are going to be very pleased with what they see from him. Yeah, and I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of extra Penn State fans watching those games as well. Well, Patricia Trena from Locked On Giants, thank you so much for joining us here, and enjoy the NFL season and enjoy watching Saquon Barkley. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's really nice to have Saquon Barkley in the NFL now because it gives you something to watch on Sundays, even if it isn't your favorite NFL team, or at least something to see on Twitter or Facebook in a highlight reel because Saquon Barkley is going to be doing that every Sunday. And I am really rooting for his success, which is something I'm not going to say very loudly because he plays for the New York Giants and I live in Philadelphia, but... Penn State hasn't had a an offensive player like this in the NFL with these kind of expectations and, and this kind of role in so long, and it's going to be it's going to be just fun to watch, and it will make I think it'll be good for Penn State, and I think Saquon Barkley is going to be going to be a, a Pro Bowl running back before long in his career, maybe in his rookie season, which is certainly not a bold prediction or statement, but. Yeah, Penn State hasn't has produced some great NFL players, but most of them are defensive guys. Which, you know, you, you, I, and hey, do not underrate 
defense or, and what some of those linebackers and defensive linemen that they've produced are incredible, but they're not getting the ball 25, 20, 25 times a game. So Tessaquan Barkley, it's, it's awesome. I can't wait to watch him. We'll, uh, we'll talk more about his, his NFL career, his NFL season, and uh, some other Penn State guys in the NFL throughout the year here on Locked on Nittany Lions as well. But we're going to step away for a break right now. When we come back, we're going to dive a little bit more into some background on Pitt, and we'll wrap up the show for this week. Stay with us here on Locked On Nittany Lions. The wait is nearly over. Football is almost here, and that means it's fantasy football season again, and FanDuel has never been more fun or easier to play. If you're not a fantasy expert, then FanDuel is clearly the best place to play. FanDuel has something for everyone, and there are more ways to win than ever before. Don't believe us? How's this sound? This season, FanDuel is running a free $250,000 Survivor Contest. This is the biggest free Survivor Contest ever. Here's how it works. You pick one team to win each week, and you can't reuse that team again for the rest of the season. This locks before week one, so don't miss your chance to sign up now. To get into that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Plus, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit. Make sure to visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today. All right, welcome back to Locked On Nittany Lions. It's time for our final segment of the week. It's our Know Your Foe segment this week, obviously, about the University of Pittsburgh. Located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it was founded as Pittsburgh Academy in 1787, at the time on the American frontier following the Revolutionary War. Uh, Now located in the Oakland section of Pittsburgh, It's most recognized by the Cathedral of Learning, which is a 535-foot, 42-story-high tower that is really, it's a a landmark in that section of town, and it has this very interesting and gorgeous late Gothic architecture inside. There's a lot of classrooms in there. A lot of Pitt University itself is is housed in in that building. While Pitt doesn't beat Penn State in football all that often, Lately, Pitt does win the Battle of Famous Alumps. I will say that they have Fred Rogers, obviously Mr. Rogers, Pulitzer Prize winning author Michael Chabon, dancer Gene Kelly, environmental activist and Nobel laureate Wangari Mathai, Mavs owner and shark tanker Mark Cuban, Utah Senator Orrin Hatch, and then in athletics they have Dan Marino, Larry Fitzgerald, Mike Ditka, Darrell Revis, Curtis Martin. There's a long list there, actually. So if Pitt ever was to get good at football again, and it doesn't look like it's happening very soon, but if it does happen, they will have a lot of options for uh, a college game day guest picker if that ever was to happen. So talking about the Pitt Panthers football program, want to know this season, they're in the fourth season of Pat Narduzzi, who is 22 and 17, some of their notable players are Kenny Pickett, the QB. You'll hear him a lot. 
Uh, you'll hear his name a lot this weekend because he's the quarterback, and he's he started a few games for them last year, was a big part of that win over Miami when they, they upset the Hurricanes at the end of last season. Um, if he throws an interception, I'm going to call him Kenny Picked Off. So you can feel free to steal that sick burn, Penn State fans. Also on the offense, they have A.J. Davis, uh, who's their lead running back. Um, they have wide receiver Maurice French, who also returns kicks and took back an opening kickoff for a touchdown last season, or excuse me, last week against Albany. And that's an area that Penn State struggled in last week. They gave up a kick return touchdown to App State. So hopefully Penn State can contain him on kick returns. Um they also have on defense Damar Hamlin, who was one of the best recruits to come out of uh, the Pat Narduzzi era so far for Pitt. He's a local kid. He was a four-star guy. Uh, he's, he's a playmaker in Pitt's secondary, so that's somebody to keep an eye on there. Uh, Pitt obviously plays at Heinz Field, a capacity of 68,000. Pitt's attendance last season was around a little, a shade above 36,000. So big difference there. Uh, I expect it to be very full on Saturday night, however. And if you've missed any of our last few shows, we've had plenty of Pitt-Penn State talk and preview heading up into this game over our last three shows. On Tuesday, we talked with Adam Bittner from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and kind of got the angle from the Steel City. On Wednesday, we discussed the betting line with Steve Petrella of the Action Network. And on Thursday, we talked with Audrey Snyder, who covers Penn State for The Athletic. And she kind of broke down Pat Narduzzi and James Franklin's comments heading into the game and uh, how, how some of the Penn State players view the series and if it's a rivalry or not. Uh, I also broke down Penn State's top five wins over Pitt on Thursday's show. So if you missed any of that, I encourage you to go back and check it out and uh, maybe listen to them and, and download them and stock up on them if you have a, a long trip to Pittsburgh ahead of you this weekend. Um, as always, please subscribe, download, rate, and review Locked On Nittany Lions. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is our second full week. I've been overwhelmed at the turnout and the the feedback that we've received. I know Penn State fans are out there in droves, and I'm glad that so many of you are listening to this show. If you have another Penn State fan in your life who think you would like it, please tell them about it. And also make sure to follow us on Twitter. We are at LockedOnNittany. We're also on Facebook. And you can reach the show on email at LockedOnNittanyLions at gmail.com. So thank you to everyone who has listened, downloaded, subscribed to, and reviewed the show. That is huge for us and greatly appreciated as we continue to grow after our first two full weeks here on Locked On Nittany Lions. Safe travels to anyone driving out to Pittsburgh for the game this weekend. Enjoy your fries and your coleslaw and your sandwich if that's your thing. I personally think it's pretty good, especially if you only have it once or twice a year. Uh, And enjoy the game to everyone from wherever you're watching it. And make sure to listen to Locked On Nittany Lines on Monday when we have a full recap. I'll talk to you then.